You are listening to What's Your Scenario podcast, giving you real answers to real life scenarios. We don't just talk about scenarios. We coach everyday people through difficult conversations to get the results they want. If you have a scenario you'd like to submit, visit whatsyourscenario.com. And now, here are your co-hosts, Lisa and Liz. Hey, what's good, listener friends? I'm Liz. And I'm Lisa. And you're listening to What's Your Scenario podcast. For those of you who have been riding with us for some time, you know we receive scenarios from listeners who are seeking advice on an issue, and we provide feedback and strategies that can be used to address said issue. That's right. And lately, whether because of societal brutality and homicide we see on the news or other inequities experienced by Black, Brown, and in some cases, all people racialized as being of color, we've been getting plenty of questions and scenarios about today's topic, which is, why is everything about race? Ah, race. Definitely a hot-button topic. And for those of us who live in the United States, you know it's an ongoing bone of contention. Word. And hot-button or not, we're getting into it today. We sure are. Let's check out today's scenario from a listener friend working at a startup. Hi, what's your scenario? I'm on a committee of colleagues tasked with thinking through ways to improve team culture. One idea that came up was helping people with their career advancement goals through training and mentorship. I was strongly in favor of this idea because it does seem that some staff have had to ask for support, while others may have already been selected for this kind of support without having to do the additional labor. So, streamlining things would be a great next step that we could execute on soon. Anyway, before deciding on any of the ideas that came up, the committee reviewed the data to help inform the decision. Based on that data, it was clear that entry-level staff were least likely to participate in the mentorship program, and across the board, people of color were less likely to participate in sponsored training. In the process of this data review, one of my colleagues asked, Why does race always have to come into this? Not every issue is a racial issue. I was so taken aback by this question, I wasn't even sure how I wanted to respond to it. So I I shrugged it off, and thankfully the meeting was over. (laughs) Saved by the bell. I want to be ready next time. Should I respond and talk about the importance of understanding the experience of others? And the dangers of making assumptions? Should I just speak about my own experience? I personally experienced the lack of training and mentorship issues and know of others who have also, without even looking into the data, to be honest. I was having a hard time even processing the question because it seemed to come from a place of disinterest and insensitivity about the experience of people of color. I wish I didn't have to bring up race, but unfortunately, that's the world we live in, so we have to operate with both eyes open to better serve all people, and I mean all. What should I do? (sighs) 
Oh, committees. Lisa, don't let me go on a tangent here, but you (laughs) and I know that committees can be very effective. However, its members have to be especially mindful about its own interpersonal and political dynamics. But I digress. Girl, ain't that some truth? Also, can we just talk about how committees can low-key be a way of organizations having people do hard and important work for free? Mm-hmm. But as you said, let's stay on track. With all of that, listener friend, let me first say that I commend you. You could have decided to let that roll off your shoulder. And honestly, with the weight of everything else that you might be carrying right now, I totally understand if you did. But even more so, I'm excited that you want to look into this further because this might not be an isolated situation. Yeah, sounds like you, listener friend, are choosing to show up differently in moments like this. We love that you want to stay ready. Right? So you don't have to get ready. That's right. Which can contribute to broader change. And since you're in a culture-focused committee, it may help set the tone. There's so much to unpack here. But before we do, let's do a quick recap of the scenario. Okay, we heard our listener friend say that he's on a committee that's focused on improving team culture. Mm -hmm. And an idea that he's strongly in favor of is providing training and mentoring opportunities for career advancement. In the process of the committee reviewing data to inform their decision on an approach, One of the data points suggested that people of color were less likely to participate in sponsored training, which prompted his colleague to ask, why does race have to come into this? Don't you just love when that happens? No, actually, I don't. But anyway, (laughs) listener friend was taken aback by the question and also relieved that the meeting came to an end shortly after the question was raised. However, now he wants to know if he should talk about the importance of understanding the experience of others and the dangers of making assumptions and or speak about his own experience. Okay, where to begin? Actually, why don't we begin by grounding in shared language? That makes sense. Since we have listeners from around the world, we shouldn't assume everyone has awareness or context around why the why does race have to come into this question bothered our listener friend. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. What is race? What do we mean by that? In this context, race is an American-centered, socially constructed, and poorly defined categorization of people into groups on the basis of real or perceived physical characteristics. It does so in a manner that supports dividing and empowering some social groups over others. The categories include Black, Hispanic, Asian, Native American, white, and so forth. And adding to that, Race is very different from ethnicity, which is a term that describes shared culture, the practices, values, and beliefs of a group. This could include things like language, religion, tradition, and other commonalities. It's worth distinguishing between race and ethnicity because in other parts of the world, one might find that people align themselves based on ethnicity, nationality, or tribalism and not by race. Additionally, as mentioned earlier, the racial category to which one is assigned has an impact on what they do or don't have access to, or on how they experience the world, which leads us to the term racism, defined as any act that even unwittingly tolerates, accepts, or reinforces racially unequal opportunities or outcomes. 
All right, now that we have defined some terms that are relevant to this conversation, let's get back to our listener friend's question. What should he do about the why race questions that came up? I have a few wonderings. Like, what's the race of the colleague who asked the questions? Karen, is that you? Just kidding. (laughs) Actually, I wondered about that too. In my opinion, that would definitely inform the approach I take in the situation if I address the situation at all. Mm -hmm. That part. And that's what makes this such an interesting scenario. Because while it can be drawing to hear people make statements or ask questions that can strike as insensitive or ignorant, it doesn't have to be your responsibility to address and or educate that person. Right. Because between the Internet, books, the news, quantitative and qualitative data, a person can certainly learn a lot about why it's important to consider racial dynamics, especially with the history in this country. Girl, tell me why the Reading Rainbow theme song just popped into my head when you said that. (laughs) Really, Liz? I just can't. I mean, there's seriously so much content and research available on this topic. Don't get me started. Girl, listen. Butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. Reading Rainbow. Girl, stop. Please, just I should have warmed up for that one. Okay, just saying and bringing it back to time. (laughs) It sounds like our listener friend does want to address this, which is great. And since conversations about race can sometimes turn volatile, it's important to get set to have the conversation, right? A useful resource for this is our rules of engagement tool. Agreed. That's a great resource to keep handy. And if you're listening and wondering what the rules of engagement resource is, it's a tool to help you plan for a difficult conversation. To get your free copy, visit our website at whatsyourscenario.com. Back to getting set. SET is an acronym for self-awareness, expectations, and timing. Listener friend, you first want to conduct a self-awareness check. We would suggest taking some time to reflect on the situation again. And as you do this, monitor your thoughts and identify the emotion that comes up for you. Think about why you were taken aback by the comment. How did your colleagues' comments make you feel? Are you angry? Frustrated? Identify the emotion so you can clearly name it during the conversation. Now on to expectations, the E in set. As we mentioned earlier, conversations about race can be challenging. So setting realistic expectations is going to be important. Start by asking yourself, what do you want to get out of the conversation with your colleague? Is it enough that you address your colleague's questions or do you need your colleague to express remorse and understanding? Also, what if your colleague dismisses your view of the situation? Would you still be able to work with them on the committee? or not. Have a desired outcome in mind, but be prepared in case it doesn't turn out the way you want it to. And next, the T in set, which stands for timing, because timing is everything. You have to think about when and where you should have the conversation. Does it make sense to have the conversation in front of the other committee members, which could have value? Or would a private conversation be more suitable so your colleague doesn't feel embarrassed? 
the goal here is really to build a bridge and how and when you have the conversation can impact your ability to do that. All right, listener friend, that's the set protocol. Don't skip it. Please don't. It will make a huge difference. Now, let's get to the actual conversation. Remember how we started talking about grounding in shared language and understanding? We recommend that you take a similar approach with your colleague. As you mentioned, the goal of this committee is to find ways of improving team culture. You can't really improve something if you're not willing to look at the root cause. If the data is showing that there is a disparity that directly correlates to race, then the committee is probably going to have to talk about race. Avoiding the elephant in the room will only lead to Band-Aid solutions and ultimately fail to move the needle on improving your team's culture. So, listener friend, start by reminding the committee of its purpose. Also, in addition to the strategies they use to impact culture, the committee needs to consider their own interpersonal dynamics, as I mentioned before. The committee needs to decide who they are intending to serve and who might be left out of that design, unintentionally or not. Hmm, great point. Staying true to the purpose of the committee is going to be important. Next, we recommend that you invite your colleague to elaborate on their perspective Mm -hmm. with the goal of listening to understand where they're coming from. That could sound something like, Brandon, I noticed you took issue with the data point around people of color being less likely to participate in sponsored training. And I wonder if you could say more about why that is. Taking this approach could give you greater insight into your colleague's perception and potentially create an opportunity for members of the committee to have a much deeper conversation. Yeah, there's really no time for surface level conversations, especially if you want to address something as important as the culture of an organization. Listener friend, you asked whether you should talk about the importance of understanding the experience of others and the dangers of making assumptions or to speak about your own experience. Well, you could go either way, Mm -hmm. though we believe the latter would be more impactful. People can argue away a lot of things, but no one can argue your personal experience. Nope, sure can't. And didn't listener friend say that he has personally experienced issues with a lack of access to training and mentorship? Sure did. Listener friend, lead with your personal experience and invite other people on the committee to do the same. Mm hmm. If additional instances or examples seem necessary, then offer those. Ultimately, the goal is to arrive at and implement an idea that will serve everyone to the degree possible. That said, keep in mind that if you and the committee can't arrive at a one-size-fits-all solution, it might be necessary to implement more than one idea. Good point, Liz. You may not always find a solution that works for everyone. So flexibility is necessary. Mm -hmm. Now, there you have it, listener friend. We hope you find our suggestions helpful. If you decide to put our suggestions into practice, do let us know how it goes. And if you need additional support, just reach out to us. All right, y'all. Do you have any additional suggestions to share? If so, comment on our socials. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the handle What's Your Scenario? And if you have a scenario you'd like us to tackle, email us at whatsyourscenario.com. Your scenario may just be featured in a future episode. Finally, if you'd like to have us answer your questions in real time, 
get access to discounts and merch, and be the first to know what's coming up next, join us on Patreon. Our handle is What's Your Scenario. That's it for this episode. So until next time, y'all, peace. This podcast was brought to you by What's Your Scenario, coaching everyday people through difficult conversations to get the results they want. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast app to get new episodes as soon as they're released. For more, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at What's Your Scenario? Because conversations can be tough, but they don't have to be. What's Your Scenario podcast is created and hosted by Lisa Yu and Liz G. This podcast is for informational purposes only. The statements and views expressed on the podcast are not medical or psychological advice. The podcast, including Lisa Yu and Liz G, disclaim responsibility from any adverse impact from using the information contained herein. If you think you have a medical or psychological problem, consult a physician.